Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here, drink a beer and play a game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast. Yes, hello everybody, how are you doing tonight? Welcome to episode 224. Glad to be here, glad to have you. Bri, how you doing tonight? Well, Chambers, the people might have noticed, once again we're separated, it's not because you're trying to give me the coof again, it's uh, we just got done a fantasy draft, and... Have it. I didn't do one last year, and you know what? I gotta say, I didn't miss not doing it, but it did make football a little more boring. Oh um, yeah. Like other than watching the Eagles, I had zero interest. So really, it was just the Eagles. So for me to watch any other games, there's no point. Uh, but now doing it again this year, and uh, how you feeling about your picks, Chambers? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like you say that every year. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ever, have you ever walked away from a draft going, yeah, that was solid. I actually had a Facebook memory come up uh, from like 11 years ago from one of our <laughs> leagues, I think. And I walked away from that one being like, oh yeah, this is a kick-ass team right here. And I was like second to worst in the whole goddamn league. So doesn't matter. But there's no skill. Fuck you with your skill and your, you know, your drafting fucking all your stats and your experts. It doesn't matter. No, Someone that gets hurt, shit doesn't definitely matter. doesn't Yeah. That shit never matters. D- did you draft the rookie that gets hot? Did you draft the one rookie that becomes a star? That's what always happens. Yeah, of course. And it's also, like you said, injuries first week that can just tank someone's first pick. Um, I do believe there is the only strategy I would say is even in this one, there's always that one guy that like, I feel way too early goes like starts dipping into the QBs, the tight ends, the things you're like, I know what you're trying to do, but you're like, man, you just gave up the need for a running back so bad. I, I like the one guy who uh, drafted like Justin Tucker in like the sixth or seventh round, and yeah. even the the app yelled at him. Yeah, it, it, it um, it literally went what? <laughs> there's 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 that. There are those and Jambers. You and I are up against each other in the first week. Oh, good. Do you, do you want to know what the matchup is saying right now, James? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm fucking. Let's see. Oh, Jesus. Ah, oh, I, I mean, it's all right. It's 53-47. It's not that bad. Yeah, uh, but what's interesting is I looked at the rest of the league and uh, yeah, they're showing me as the highest point maker in the league, which what? I was kind of surprised about because I don't get me oh, wrong. Like, I'm third. What? How? I don't even like my team. I, I, I feel like I have a good team. I, I feel pretty solid. But, uh, yeah, as point leader, I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that. But we'll see. We'll see what comes out. The real important thing is I beat you. That's that's <laughs> all that matters. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Matty K's number one. Oh, get, the, get, get out of here. No, I'm number one. Hmm? I'm projected to get 159 points. Oh, oh wait. Now I was just looking at the waivers. Uh, oh, yeah. All right, well, I'll figure it out later. Whatever. I'm new to this app. I've never been on a sleeper app before. Yeah, me neither. When he sent that over, I was like, I don't know what this is. What the fuck is sleeper? Just (laughs) do these pan like a normal person. So, yeah, we decided it'd just be easier. Do the draft and then do this virtually. So, Chambers, what what you drinking tonight? I I see your background hasn't changed much. (laughs) How's the game room coming? (laughs) I'll tell you how the game room's going, Brian. The game room's going in a surprise $10,000 bill for a new broiler for the house. So that's how my game room's going. What? 
What the fuck happened? I had to get some radiators moved anyway and some other plumbing work done. So when yeah. he's there, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, there's no way this thing makes it through to winter. And we're just like, just just do it. Jesus Christ. Damn it. You should just go get a new house. <laughs> hey, Bri, you ever seen a movie called The Money Pit? I sure did, Jim. I sure did. It's like Office Space. It's, it's a documentary. <sighs> well, Chambers, what are you drinking to take that pain away? I am sorry to hear that. <laughs> just... Just old faithful, Brian. Just get old keys down. Need to numb the pain. I mean, if it, like you said, if it's any consolation, I'm doing the same exact thing in my house. Oh, yeah, you're doing a shitload of work of yours. <laughs> I, yeah, I have the roof of my garage being fixed in two days. Then my full HVAC's being replaced. Then we're signing papers tomorrow so we can do an addition to the house. So. Yeah, good times, Chambers. Eventually, this background will change because it'll be in a different spot. Probably a while's off, but yeah, it's like between you and me over the next year. There's a lot of a lot of changing pieces, Jim. Brian, the real question though, whose background's going to change first? Who's who's going to be finalized first? That's the real question, Jim. It, there's no just like I I I've gone and beaten tetris 99 multiple times and you still haven't if i am somehow moved into my next space and have it all completed that's bad you got at least a year so if you're not done in a year you got bigger problems jim i don't know brian let's just say there's a there's a surprise around every turn <laughs> every day's a blessing well jim speaking of surprises i decided I went a couple days early, and I started my first Oktoberfest beer, one I haven't tried. Uh, the Double Nickel Brewing Company's Weltgeist Fest Beer, style pale lager, 5.6%. Uh, this is from Pensalkin, New Jersey. I know I, I feel like we've had Double Nickel before. We've had Double Nickel before. I forget which ones we've had, but we've definitely had them before. Yeah. So the can is that atypical blue checker. Um, a nice little symbol of the beer itself. I like the, I love the aesthetic. Uh, absolutely no writing on it. So, yeah. Prost. Uh, I'm just dipping right in before I said my, my go-to tradition is that the first Eagles game is when I have my first pumpkin beer. So, mm. when's the first game? Is it the second week of September? Uh, it's coming up It's soon. not this weekend. No. So I think it's the following. No, because I have uh, at least two drafts next week. I'm doing three fantasy leagues this year. So. Oh, you're fucking insane, Jim. I, I, no. No, two was where I maxed out. And even then, one of, one of the leagues would always suffer where I just would not care. Uh, I, I've before done like like two or three fan football leagues and then did like a fantasy hockey. Like if you ever dip your toes into fantasy hockey or baseball or like basketball, like the daily grind of those. Dude, you can, I can do 10 fucking base football leagues. That ain't yeah. shit. But isn't that like, I said fantasy football increases. Right, right. It's like the rotisserie thing from uh, TV. Just set it and forget it. Doesn't matter. God Once damn. a week, who cares? Got any injuries? No injuries? Nah. But Jim, what if you lose all three leagues? It's happened before. <laughs> Those are very sad Jimmy Mondays. 
As if you don't have enough things to make you angry. Speaking of, how are you doing on Tetris 99? I haven't played a goddamn game. Didn't play a single video game this past week. Nothing? Didn't touch nothing. Hmm. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Going great. Um, well, I've done a lot more Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I still like it. Uh, I guess there's something I, I do appreciate now about a balanced game versus an unbalanced game. And I think in general, most people, the obvious answer is no, I want balance. But I don't think you do if you want maximum fun. Sometimes it's like, it is fun to just get an unbalanced like situation where like you win too fast. Dying too fast sucks for sure. But um, I really am still enjoying it. And it seems like the community is still really enjoying it. It hasn't died off already, which is good. So, yeah, it's got a lot of player base, which is nice. Because there's, like, no waiting time in the lobby. But still enjoying the shit out of it. But, Jambers, you should be proud of me. I'm I'm back doing Ocarina. Um, really? Finally. So, I just... Uh, I did the... Uh, what the fuck is it called? The Dongo... Dongo. Oh, the Dongo's Cavern? Yeah, I did that. Alright. And then Second I'm on, dungeon. My, on my way to the Spirit one. Spirit Temple or whatever. Like, I got the stone and it says, go to the Spirit Temple. So, oh, okay. What I'm doing in between is part of my OCD, which is, I do want a couple more health uh, parts. So, I'm not... Here's the deal. I am absolutely not doing a single one of those goddamn market games, like the bowling or the shooting, because I hate those, and I don't think they control well. I'm just doing shit where it's like, I know if I just put a bomb near this wall and I go in, I'll collect something. So, I'm doing the very low-hanging fruit of that shit. I'm definitely not doing all of it. I still have no idea what the fuck those gold spider masks are for. Oh, the gold scotellas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just a thing to collect. I won't, I won't ruin it for you, Brian. I'm not gonna get them. Also, is there a point to get them? Oh no, it's it's not worth doing it. It's just oh, like okay. No, it, it gives you like a bigger rupee bag. That's all it is. And by the time you like really get it, unless like you know where to do it and you do it early enough, it's not gonna benefit. It's like in Super Mario 64 where like everyone gets the rest of the stars by the end game, and then like you go to the top of the castle and you see Yoshi, and he's like, oh, here's 99 lives, and you go, thanks. I, I yeah. just got done doing everything in the game. I don't need this. It's kind of like that. The only thing, yeah, the rupee bag, I actually would like an upgrade. Is that the only way to get an upgrade for the bag? No, no, no. You get a couple during the course of the okay. game. Okay, because I already have come to a few shops. I max out my rupees at 99 all the time, and I'm like, these things cost 200. What the fuck? I'm like, I could still be collecting. What the hell? Yep. So, um, no, I'm I'm going through it, Chambers. I, I'm, I'm now committing myself, so... Good. Finally. We'll see. Um, yeah, I'll save my opinions as I'm a little bit deeper. I'll just say that. Brian, you're having a banner year with the N64, aren't you? Just, I just want to, I just want to burn it all, Jim. Just want to burn it all. <laughs> uh, before we get going, quick little gaming or page news. Bonus episode will be recorded this Wednesday. So, bonus beers, Nerdy Nick, this Wednesday. It's happening. Yep, and we're going to be reviewing problem child which i forget who requested that one. i believe it was jd means yep and then oh boy is the one after that the real treat which Ooh. i don't want to spoil right now but it's, uh, can't wait because i've never seen it i've heard things 
I, I haven't either. I've heard about it. So we'll see. But Jambers, real question is, that would not be available if it wasn't for our awesome patrons, which we appreciate so, so much. So what questions do we have this week for the podcast? Patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Arrow podcasts. First up, from Spaghetti. Let's say, hypothetically, I only have nine... Should I just say this like uh, Ben Shapiro? Let's say, hypothetically, I only have nine games done for my 23. What are some actually good games that are on the shorter side? No Snoopy puzzle games. Yeah, Jim. So none of your suggestions is what he's saying. Um, man, nine... I know Jim and I said we're low. What are you up to, Jim? Uh, I'm at like 14, I think. Oh, okay. So you're pretty far along. Yeah, like um, I, I'm just assuming in the late part of the year, I'm just going to blast through a shitload to hit that 23. I mean, the easiest, if you want quality, fun games, I would say do arcade games like on the MAME. Like fun beat-em-ups, if you like that style. The um, MAME. You, you fucking boomer. I'm going on to Facebook. Yeah, do the MAME. Jim, what's wrong with the main? No, oh, there's things wrong, Brian. But um, outside of that, I would recommend, if you like horror games and you can stand it, the puppet combo games. However, what apparently I've noticed is when I've watched other people play them, they have a really hard time with them and get really stuck, and it might end up taking you longer. I think I usually average two hours to three hours a game, um, but... I'm kind of used to them by now. If you don't know what you're doing, I guess they could go on for a while. Uh, outside of that, like, I'm trying to think of what's a good short game. Because for us, Jim and I, I think if we hit a game that's like eight hours or under, we're amazed. Like, usually most games are pretty long. Yeah. And, and I'm not counting any bullshit Game Boy games, so you can just throw that shit out the window. So what do you got for them, Jambers? Uh, well, one you already did, and one that's on my list to do this year, Luigi's Mansion, because that's only, like, what, four hours? Something like that? Um, I think it's a little bit longer, but no, that's a great short game. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're one of the only people in the world who hasn't done it yet, like, Shred's Revenge, beat that in two hours. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know the new Double Dragon, like, throwback beat-em-up came out. I don't, I'm not hearing, like, amazing things about it, but... I mean, that's probably a shortish game, probably like an hour to two hours again. So, you know, any of the modern, like, reboot uh, beat-em-ups will be good for you. Obviously, shoot-em-ups, you know, whatever you want to make as a beat-it out of that for yourself. Um, like, you can't do any Metroidvanias because they're always, you know, minimum 10 hours if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, maybe, like, some throwback... Uh, Throwback platformers, even like you know, like Freedom Planet, something like that, like the throwback to Sonic games, like that's a couple hour game. Uh, yeah, a lot of independent shit. Just, just stick with the indies, triple uh, A stuff. You're probably gonna be out of luck for short and quality. The only thing I would say is, if you happen to be someone who never got a chance to go through the classic beat 'em ups on even the Genesis or Super NES, those are all short, and you can blast through them pretty easily. So, yeah, that's. I think beat them up and shoot them up are your best for short as far as like timetable, but quality is going to be really the eye of the beholder. But yeah, no. Good luck. I mean, if you don't get to 23, don't feel bad. Jim and I, I think we're probably going to just tip over the finish line. Well, Jim will do like, you know, four or five more bullshit Snoopy games. Or I'm going to find games. all the Snoopy games. <laughs> you son of a bitch. But good question. Thank you, bud. 
150 levels. Don't you be smirch. Next up from Todd Harrod Sucks. Starfield is a week out. Any new thoughts on it with all the leaks happening? I'm definitely going to be day one playing that shit, buying it. Um, I've said before, Bethesda doesn't miss. Uh, I've actually done, I pulled a U where I'm trying not to see anything about, like other than when they released a lot of info, whatever that last, maybe it was the Xbox showcase. Yeah. I purposely not watch shit on it because I want to go in there really new. I do know shit's been leaked, but I, I haven't looked at any of it. So Jambers, have you seen what's been getting leaked? No. I actually, you know what? I know so little about this game for how big and how much hype there is behind it. Like, I really barely know anything. I haven't looked in anything because I just know, like, I don't know when I'm ever going to get around to it. So I'm not even, like, trying to, like, hype myself up or FOMO myself. I'm just like, you know what? I know it's not happening. So maybe eventually, I don't know when, but I'll let the peanut gallery, let them see how they feel, and then maybe I'll dabble. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's my big... Uh, I said that and Mortal Kombat are my big ones I'm excited for this year that will be new that I'll definitely play. What was it? Tekken or Soul Calibur? Which one got pushed to 2024? They ruined their year, Bri. I It, it had to have been Tekken because I think Tekken was the other one. That yeah, it was, it was Tekken. That was right, yeah. Not shocking. I mean, I'm actually waiting for Starfield to get a last minute pushback because i feel like it was delayed so often but i think it comes out next week so i'm sure they would have announced it by now that's what you were saying uh did you like hear anything about that what is that called sea of stars or something like apparently it's getting like rave reviews across the board and everyone's like beating off to it i didn't even hear of it until like two days ago yeah, I, it, it's um. Apparently, it's, another... it's like a Kickstarter game. It's like a Chrono Trigger throwback. So obviously, it was off my radar, I guess. So I talked about this on the episode I did by myself of games that were coming out in August, and I said it looks cool, but it's a JRPG. I'll never get into. It's a, it looks like a higher def two point five ish JRPG. So it looks cool. I'll never play it. Is it copying that, like, Octopath Traveler graphics, or...? Not fully, but think going going in that direction. All right. So, it looks really cool. I'm never going to play it. And I feel like everyone beats off to the latest JRPG. So, I have no faith that it's that amazing. But it could be. I don't know. And how. Right. What they should be beating off to is... Sexual instructional videos, courtesy of the Philips CDI on this week's Krusty Corner segment. Link will be somewhere. Brian, for the love of God, start putting the links into the descriptions for the other things. But yes, head on over to Patreon. One buck a month. You can get your bonus segment for every single podcast. Unless you don't get around to it like last week. <laughs> Jim, play more sex games. Brian. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Still got to get around to playing sex with Hitler. Still got to get around to that. It's okay. You can let that one go. Can I, Bri? You can. Can I? You can. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So is that the last question for nope. this week, Chambers? Nope, oh. nope, nope. But one last up from Burn Retinas. Might have been asked before, but what is your favorite console startup screen? Hmm. I, I, you know I think I'm a GameCube boy. I think I got to go GameCube. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty... Beep, I think beep, of, the beep, Ninten- beep, of the Nintendo, that's the most animated. 
Um, I, you know what? I got to go with the classic PlayStation. Um, the nostalgia I have of getting that Christmas morning mm. and just that that noise that doo, doo, doo. That, like, that like echoing thing as yes. the logo fades in. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it's it's super like that was the first time I felt like this is like a home entertainment thing, like not just a video game console. And that, that sound still gets me to this day. So just because of pure nostalgia, not because of how cool it looks or sounds, I got to go with that. Yep, solid choice. Oh, God. Uh, going to my friend's house and popping that in and hearing that sound, I was like, whoa. Like yeah. That like felt like the future back then. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, yes, that wraps up the Patreon questions for this week. So once again, thank you to everyone out there for the support. We really appreciate it. And if you're new to the podcast, whether you're on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify, head on over to the others. Sub to us everywhere. Leave some reviews. Helps out the page. Appreciate it, everyone. And yeah, make sure you hit the subscription just so you see when we post our latest reviews. All right, Jambers. So we've been doing a lot of follow-ups in beer in the beer world. And thank God, for once, we're not talking about Bud Light or anything like that. We're talking about a callback to, uh, remember when Kate May was going to buy Flying Fish? Yep. Which yep. kind of shocked us because we said we knew Kate May was big, but I thought Flying Fish was bigger. And um, They are older. What What's happening now with the Jambers? Well, Brian, it ain't happening. And uh, <laughs> well, actually, funny enough, the news of it not happening, like the deal's dead, apparently, fell through. Yeah. Uh, after doing more research, basically, they said they're uh, like, yeah, we're not doing this. So this came out, I guess, back in like June, and it just completely like blew by us. I guess we were, you know, too busy talking about goddamn Bud Light. But yeah, um, one of the biggest beer acquisitions in all of Jersey and the East Coast. Uh-uh. I mean, oh, it would have. Con- right, Daddy, Daddy's got a quick bitch over here. So every fucking goddamn beer site, like, like I was looking for like. So the article below is from 97.3 ESPN, South Jersey. So I was like, okay, that's random. So I tried to click through all these other beer blogs and beer sites. And every one of them thinks they're the New York goddamn Times and they want you to have a subscription or sign for a mailing list. Go fuck yourself. Who do you think you are? That would be like if we did it. Uh, it, it, Well, it's just also who actually is like reading that? And truly subscribing on a daily basis to that. I, I don't know. I don't get that. I, I was I was equally as frustrated. I'll give you that, Jim. I'll just say that. I was equally as fr- frustrated. But, um, no, this is big because we said you had the two biggest New Jersey breweries, which we're going to combine into one. <clears throat> um, yeah, so it's just going to be business as usual. I, I We've said before, Flying Fish. Not our particular cup of tea. Not saying they're bad. Just nothing ever impressed me that much. It's bad. Cape, Cape May I like a little more, and that is the the new hot girl of New Jersey in terms of breweries. Also so, fan. Cape yeah. May's I've never hated anything from Cape May, but it's never impressed me. Yeah. Like that's like, one that's the place where like anytime we go down the shore, everyone's always like, Oh, let's go to Cape May Brewery. I'm just like, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like Jersey. It's always second best to anything in PA. Nah. Just like their breweries. I mean, it's true. What can you say? You know what? I'll give it to them. They have good blueberries. They got good blueberries, Jim. I'll give it to them. Gotta have something. <laughs> but no, that is a, a nice little fall, uh, follow-up. So good job, Chambers. Yay. That back. All right, Chambers. So also speaking about acquisitions, uh, there's been a little caveat to the Microsoft 
purchase of Activision. In one of the weirdest goddamn twists I've ever seen, why don't you explain what's going on with this merger now? So Microsoft, as we have been reporting, Brad, because we're, you know, we're, we're journo boys over here now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the big bitch has always been from the UK and from their CMA saying their, I guess their biggest kerfuffle is about, you know, please. Don't say ker- kerfuffle, but go on. Uh, I'll come, I'll think of another one. But yeah, about cloud gaming and basically being the monopolizing of it. So Microsoft is apparently going to sell their cloud gaming rights to Activision Blizzard or to Ubisoft as part of this deal. So yeah, that seems it's it sounds like money laundering, but in digital terms for video games. But like, like it's kind of crazy because I guess like Microsoft already kind of has their own thing through like Windows for cloud streaming, so it's not the biggest hit in the world, but it still also seems like are they are they this desperate for the merger? Because it seems it seems like like right now cloud gaming's in its infancy, no one really cares that much. But given the way everything's going, like it probably will be the future in 10, 15 years. Oh, absolutely. But what, what's interesting is, as we've said, Microsoft has their own cloud streaming service. So basically, though, it kind of sounds like the distribution of the Activision games will happen through Ubisoft. So Activision will still own, or I'm sorry, Microsoft will still own Activision, but they'll have their shit streamed through this third party being Ubisoft? Yeah. And... Yeah, so they're still not expecting the deal to be closed until early October at the earliest. Um, The CMA has now imposed a final order on Microsoft's original deal, prohibiting it worldwide while investigates a new restructuring of the proposed acquisition. Ubisoft will be able for a fee to require Microsoft to adapt Activision's titles to the operating system other than Windows, such as Linux. If it decides the user license out the cloud streaming rights to Activision's titles to a cloud gaming service that runs on a non-Windows operating system. So, yeah, it's like a weird end around. It's almost That's, like, yeah, it's just, does it even mean that much? Because they still like, it's like, all right, like Ubisoft gets a cut of it. And now Ubisoft like jumps up in like the overall market. It's like one of the bigger cloud gaming things out there now. It's weird. But the thing is, I think the way I've read it is Ubisoft will be paying the fee to have microsoft so ubisoft the the way they're getting paid is now they're going to be offering these games through their service as kind of the go-between between microsoft and playstation and their shit they're the ones i guess can play in both sandboxes and they're bringing the product from microsoft over through just through their shit so they're but they gotta pay to bring that shit from microsoft to them but this way it kind of ensures that no matter what this shit from activision will be continuing to be streamed everywhere like yeah. you said it's it's a weird it's a workaround it's a very very odd like okay it's sure like, it's like at least you know for the cloud side like they turned ubisoft into like a shell company yeah it's a prostitute you know what it is it's that weird vacuum store that you always see in a strip mall. It's never open. No one ever ever goes in there. All the windows are covered up, so you don't even know if it's open or closed or not. But it's 
it's there for 30 years. It, it serves a purpose. Yeah, Zenkoff. What's I, the purpose? It, Might not be vacuums, but it serves a purpose. I, it's just like UK. You lost, just like you did the big war. I mean, come on. What are you going to do? Stop bitching. Now this like weird in between of Ubisoft, which eventually Microsoft will probably just buy them too, which would be hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> um, But yeah, no, that's kind of the latest. As we said, it, the deal deadline is October 18th. So we're a month and a half away. We'll see if any other little caveats come out. But either way, the plan is still moving forward. They're going to purchase them. So here we are. We've only been talking about it for over a year. Yeah, really. I, I just want to see at this point what actually comes from it, you know? But yeah. We'll see. Uh, I mean, it always seems to be like some... We I mean, this came out right at, as usual, right after we recorded last week. And then it's kind mm -hmm. of been quiet ever since. So, I don't know. Seems like we're getting closer to it to being a done deal. It's just... Yeah. Always something, Jim. Just like just like you at the house. There's always something. There's always a boiler, right? There's <laughs> always a boiler. There's always there's always, you know, pulling out old appliances and realizing that your floor, your kitchen floor, they, they never replaced anything. They just kept building up. On top of it. Yep. Layers and layers and layers. So, you know, good old non handy Jimmy cutting plywood trying to not kill himself, fucking just to put shit down there to make a level. Oh, Jambers, why would you try to do that yourself? I. It happened. <laughs> it's done. The appliances are there. It's fine. It's good. It's wonderful. Are you, are you sure structurally it's okay, Jim? It's fine. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, Sonny's in his game room. A fridge comes through. <laughs> I'm sure the fucking rotted wood underneath is going to be no better anyway, but. Oh, Jambers. Dad, Daddy's going to be going into crawl space with a nail gun and more fucking planks one day. <laughs> but Brian, I'm sure I found where the mice were coming from. So lucky me. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, that is what we call a silver lining, Jim. Yep. Get out the foam gun. I'm going to fucking town. <laughs> All right, Jambers. So speaking of followbacks, man, this should be called the followback, follow-up podcast. You know what I mean? Shut up. So... <laughs> The uh, that Sony's the portable PlayStation that we talked about, Project Q, um, Brian. Yeah, well, is it still called that? No, now? it's got its got its official name, the PlayStation, yeah, PlayStation Portal. Portal. Which, okay, whatever. Sticking with the P thing, it's PP now, Jim. <laughs> or I don't oh, have I my pop guard here, so enjoy actually, that, it's people. It's technically still a PSP. So, son of a bitch. You're right. <laughs> See what they did there, Jim? Wow. Um, but no, a lot more details. I think last time we talked about this, there was just a shit ton of speculation. So a lot more details have come out about it. Um, we now know the price. It's 200 bucks. We know that it will, able, it will be able to stream PS5 games only over Wi-Fi, but that does not include the, uh, the PS Network games. So that's really only games you own. And that you can kind of stream. But once again, if you're not in Wi-Fi, you're shit out of luck. Um, it will run at 1080p, 60fps. I, 200 sounded like a good price point. And then when I read that point, point of you have to be on Wi-Fi, you can't do PS 
the shit on the PS network. I I don't know. There like, there there is one little silver lining, I guess. You don't have to be like on your Wi-Fi. So yeah. if you're on at someone else's house or something like that, you can still log into your PlayStation as long as it's on and connected to the internet. So at least there's that. At least it's not like the Wii U and like tied to the system, you know, a certain distance away or in the same network. So we're like a Chromecast or something. So we have that at least. It's something. I don't, I mean, like I said, I do it like uses the price the, point. It uses the dual sense fucking haptic feedback and the dual motion shit. Of all the, all the extra bull crap that no one really uses that much, it's just going to drain the battery faster. Yeah. And I, I mean, it will be significantly better ergonomically than the switch um but yeah i mean i like i said i like 200 dollars for what it is that's fine i think it's it'd be way too overpriced for me if they had the ability to stream your ps network shit and i keep calling it ps network what is it actually called it's the um playstation plus yeah something or other if you could do that, then that's a no-brainer because that's a lot of games. So that's the biggest thing I think I have an issue with. But if you're someone and like PS5 and 4 are your, like your main go-to and you have like over 30 games or something for it, then maybe this is worth it. To, to be able to play those games on the go, I think would be really, really cool. It just, you know, how much do you actually play your PlayStation? So I think it actually will sell pretty decently, but it's not going to be anywhere near numbers I think they're hoping for. I actually don't think it's going to sell decently because everyone I see is like looked at this and went, "What? What is this? You're charging this much for you know this much you know, uh, usability that kind of deal." Uh, I hate to say it, but this is like exactly the device I need to get more use out of my goddamn PS5. Because well, that's. Yeah, that's the mindset I was going with, which is right now, guys like you and me, that portability and the flexibility to play wherever kind of take paramount. Kids want the TV? Fine. Have the TV. I'll sit here with this. It's what I've done for five years with my Switch. Like, I'm yeah. the guy who plays it mostly undocked. Yeah. Except so, yeah, this is actually it the one place where it was built for it, a toilet. Right, I don't need to get my little farticles all over it, okay? That's not a thing. Didn't you ever watch Mythbusters, idiot? Oh, they're, they're full of bullshit. Happen. Unless you're just, like, muck spraying like a goddamn hippo when you go in there. There's not shit going here. Them, them and their freaking... Nah, they're, they're, they don't know nothing. They're, they don't bust nothings. Damn it, Jim. All but no, phonies. I, that, Do you trust I that see, beard? I don't trust that beard. I'm Once again, I'm with you. I think... This is a good idea, and even if other people, the nerdiest of nerds, are saying this is not whatever, it's not meant for them. It is meant for people like you and me, who probably, I still, I still, in my heart of heart, believes there's a certain percentage of people who have PS4s and PS5s as their primary Blu-ray player. And if you also happen to game, and like you said, you have family and you have kids and TVs being used, whatever. Especially guys that like play sports games, which I think is probably a very large majority of PlayStation guys. Oh, yeah. Now they'll go out back or do whatever, like you said, and just do that. Yeah. That 200 bucks that doesn't break the bank for most people. Okay. If this is your main go-to thing that you enjoy doing, that's fine. If this had been 250 or 300, I'd be like, oh. 
Oh yeah, like if this was one fifty, it would be a must buy. Two hundred, two hundreds, like it's skirting that line where I'm going. Eh, I'm still worth it in my, you know, for a guy like me, but you know, still, you know, it's gonna push away people. Two fifty would have just been a no go for anyone. So, if I can ever get one for one fifty, I'll, I myself will buy it. Yeah, but yeah, just because I don't have the catalog, I think I have six PS five games. Maybe. Yeah, I don't have a ton. 12 ps4 games like i don't have a ton of them so if if they ever it would be a must buy for me once again if they had the ps plus shit on there then i would do it but yeah no that's i I don't know and who knows maybe that could be added later you never know that's kind of what i'm banking on is maybe they figure it out i don't know how they don't figure it out but figure it out come on yep so while that's definitely not overpriced (laughs) <laughs> right, you want to talk overpriced. Let's talk about our dear friends at Atari, Brian. Your favorites. Okay. You're always sitting here talking about how much you love Atari, how much you wish you could play your Atari carts on a real TV. Now's your chance, Brian. Jim, this might shock you. I don't hate this. Really? I know. Here's the deal. So the Atari 2600 Plus, which allows you to play all your 2600 and 7800 games. Um, with with a few compatibility issues. There's a few. What is the compatibility issues? Some game, like, because it was the Wild West and, like, how they program games were just all fucky. Like, I know there's a handful of games that, run, that won't work. The biggest one of them being Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So if you spend the, like, 300 bucks on a card of that, you're not going to be able to play it on your fancy new Atari. Yeah, but if you spend 300 bucks on that, you, this, this system is not meant for you. Let's be honest. Anyone who buys that game is one of two things. An insane, insane horror nerd like me, and you probably just want it for the clout of, like, I have it. Right, buy it. I, I, I would if there was a goddamn reasonable price. How much was that Halloween when we were at Too Many Games? Oh, fuck. Was that it was a- up there, too. Was it a thousand? Like, because I remember it was in the case. It was that one where there was some shit that you couldn't believe how high the price was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I could probably look up the picture, but yeah, that was ridiculous. But what I like about this, hear me out, is that okay, so you can play twenty six hundred, seventy eight hundred. You have HDMI, which output. is actually really, really cool. Like the the original seventy eight hundred could do that, but yeah. the fact they went that extra mile, that's cool. Um, you know widescreen mode and uh you know the system looks exact i'll for the argument i'll say exactly like the original original 2600 with a little bit of modification um what i like about this is the thing that stops me from collecting for atari 2600 is like i don't want to get a system that's a dud and for 129.99 it's not cheap but it's also you could honestly get this and it comes with a 10 in one game cartridge which includes it it just says i didn't i didn't see all 10 games oh wait here it is so it's um adventure combat dodge'em haunted house maze craze missile command real sports volleyball surround video pinball and yars revenge that's actually a that's actually a solid lineup it's a good lineup and let's say you take another 50 bucks, you could probably build a pretty solid collection right there. And if you did want to get classic games, like if you like the Atari, this wouldn't, I think, be the worst option. Versus if you had the original system, 
not many people are like me and you where we still have a random tube TV. Then you got to figure out converter. Like, it's probably a fucking nightmare for anyone in the modern age to try and do it. So <laughs> That's a pain in the balls. Yeah. So if this works well, like you said, if there's some snags with certain games, that sucks. But for the more casual market, it maintains that same kind of general aesthetic and look and add in the 7800 compatibility. 129 that's not the worst price in the world so i don't hate it that's just and that's someone who hates atari shit so yeah like i kind of do want it but part of me is like am i really gonna pay 130 bucks and get my 130 bucks worth out of an atari i know i wouldn't you have a pretty decent collection i do have right? a, i do have a good size collection and maybe if i had a real easy way to play it like this i'd play them more because like yeah to play them is a hassle like i'm not gonna like not gonna sugarcoat that like it's a pain in the balls to get to work so maybe like i think if it was a, again if it was like a hundred i'd be like all right i'll hop all over this like there's i think there's like a thing in my brain where i'm like paying more for paying more than a hundred bucks for any atari like get the fuck out of here what were all the old flashback systems were they like 80 bucks 70 bucks 50 bucks they were somewhere in that range right it kind of depends like the older ones i think we're around like the 50 to 60 range i know actually you know oh, shit man this is another good argument for this thing because uh the later flashbacks that were you know hdmi ready and crap like that like they don't have cartridge slots but you know they have all the preloaded games but those could be running up you know over 100 bucks so yeah. that's what i'm saying if you are someone like you like this actually i feel like could be a selling point for you that if you have a collection, because really, when do you, I, I know you have a setup, but like when you go to set up your stuff, are you really going to set up the slot for your Atari and set it, like go through all that shit? Oh, I mean, on my old or in my uh, gaming TV, I just kept that ceiling coax collect, or connection I had. So that was always just hooked up and ready to go. Yeah. And I'm my TVs, you, you know. Get rid of that. Eh, oh, yeah. I mean, like, it. yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah. Then. Yeah, if I this TV dies, then I either got to use my little tube TV, which is fine, or I got to fucking put it through my retro tank in order to get it to play. Yeah. I mean... And which means I have to hook it up to a VCR so I can get composite out to put it into the retro tank. So it's too a much whole, work. Whole thing. When, when you got to go past two steps for a game that are Atari games at the end of the day versus a system... This is something, honestly, you could tell the in-laws, you could tell your wife, like, if you're looking for a random Christmas gift to get you, you'd enjoy it. Like, it wouldn't be, like, wasted it would, on you. It would not be a waste, no. Yeah. So, I I, I, I like that it's out there. Um, I think it's better than all these horseshit things that we've been covering. These systems that are trying to create something new and be compatible with everything and then they never come out they've been back for 20 years like all this shit like cool you this is very very niche you got your collection maybe you want to start collecting for it i still feel like atari games in general are pretty damn cheap every time i've gone out and seen oh for the most part yeah there there is very few exceptions and actually the fact that it comes with haunted house that's like, awesome that's probably depending on condition a 10 to 20 dollar game it's yeah. one that people, you know, go after a little more than most. So that's cool that that's part of that game that comes with it. So, you know what? I like And actually, like, I'm tempted for that, what do you call it? The uh, They have a four-in-one cart that comes with uh, the, 
Not the trackball controller. God damn it. I can't think right now. The paddleball controllers. The oh, paddle okay. controllers. And, like, that's 40 bucks, but those paddle controllers are, like, the most... They are prone to fail probably as much as 5200 controllers. Like, yeah. they... Like, if you buy... Find them anywhere, like, they're probably not going to work. So, to get, like, a brand new one with some games with it... And I wasn't, like, in love with the game selection, but still, it's, like... It's not kind of worth it alone just to have, like, reliable paddle controllers. I think... I don't know. To me... Shit, I might get this. Get it. Do it I might do it. Buy Atari Extravaganza for the page. Shit, I, honestly, I would consider getting it. Because, you know, with my son getting in a game, and granted, he now likes Minecraft and all that shit. Like, I could sit there and play this, this shit with him. Introduce him to it. <laughs> you can be like, hey, let's play Breakout. He's going to play for five minutes and be like, gay. Jim, I mean, the last time you and I played Atari together on the old system, I whooped your ass in like ten games in a row. So we only played Warlords. It was just Warlords. No, we did. We did a couple of the other ones. No, it didn't happen. It did. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I do like this. It's not like the next product, Jim, which is complete horse shit. Which is breaking news as of today. Another oh. company just like Limited Run. Why don't you, why don't you talk about Analog, Jim? Right. Our dear, sweet friends over at Analog. So their most recent product, which really everyone seems to love, and it's one that, like, you know me with the Game Boy. Like, I love me playing some Game Boy. So the Analog Pocket, uh, they made an announcement today. The Analog Pocket, glow in the dark, available in highly limited qualities, like, or quantities, like fucking everything from analog. $250, which is, I think, the cost of a regular uh, analog pocket as is. So, no markup. On sale, September 1st. Shipping date, September 5th. And you think to yourself, wow, that's pretty awesome. But, Bri, there's a little there's a little snaggly-waggly. There's a little snafu in this whole thing. A little flying the ointment. A little flying the soup, Brian. There are people who pre-ordered the original analog pocket over a year ago who have still not gotten their analog pockets. Some would say that this is another terrible company. Right, the gamers might be a little mad about this, Brian. As well they should be. Once again, that's why I'm saying it reminds me of a certain limited run. And regardless of the quality of the pocket, it's that's another one where it's okay it plays a lot of things maybe it's good maybe it's not maybe it's overpriced maybe go fuck yourself but to drop this limited edition collectors glow-in-the-dark horse shit which you know now is just going to be scalped to no end and upcharged to no end when the original system that as you said people have been waiting over a year some people haven't even got is ridiculous. Now, what I love about this is they had to make that, like, additional comments right after, like, they post this. I think they got blasted, and they're like, hey, 99.9% of all pocket pre-orders have shipped. Shipped where? Is it actually shipped out? Because I I don't believe that people would be as mad if they knew the shit was in the, on the way actively to their house. And then... Pocket accessories are in stock and shipping now. Pocket black and white are now out of stock. So this just seems like a big, like, I don't know. It's it's a cash grab. I don't like it. Who the fuck needs a glow-in-the-dark thing for something that has a light on it? No, you don't. 
No, you don't. I don't need it, but I like that. I like how weird it is. It's goofy. It is, it, but it's two hundred and fifty dollars. You gonna spend that? No, because you don't have a very big Game Boy collection. The last time I checked. No, it's not super big. I, I probably have like between. I mean, because it plays Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games right out of the box, and then you can buy adapters to play like Game Gear and Neo Geo Pocket Color and shit like that. But yeah, you know, you know what else does that, Jim? An emulator. You know how much that costs, Jim? Well, you can get a decent uh, Anbernic or Miu for about you know fifty to seventy to between fifty and a hundred buckaroonies. Do you know how much most emulators cost, Jim? Well, Brian, the emulator is free. There you go. And the ROMs are free too because, you know, piracy is cool and fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Let's not pretend like anybody who emulates doesn't use ROMs that are just easily available and cool. I don't believe in robbing the developers, Brian. I don't either. That's why I don't do a brand new. If you're over 15 years old, you're good. But I don't blame people for being mad. This is, You know what this is, though? The shitty part is that they are doing this, like, limited edition thing when the original console's already limited edition because it's sold out. Have they made any announcements of, like, going to be making more of the original pockets not not that i know of and for the most part with their runs of shit like it's one and done you might get two runs of it and they always just kind of randomly drop it when they're going to have another run of something like i think the mega sg or nt randomly had like a second run like that just like kind of dropped out of nowhere i don't like it jim i don't yeah i i I fucking hate analog like they just go like i know they like to pretend that they're like boutique and yeah, I guess for, like, clone consoles, they are, like, the highest quality ones out there. But there's no reason to fucking to FOMO people all the time like this. And it's on purpose, and everyone falls for it, and it gets scalped like crazy anyway. So, good. Good for you. You get your goddamn sales. Because they don't do anything to stop original? people from scalping. What's that? How much was the original? It was 250 Oh, God. Or, I mean, for the pocket, yeah. I thought you meant, like, the original, original analog product. Because uh-uh. that so- was when they, like, made it out of, like real aluminum and like or like steel with like original NES parts and it was like five grand or something if I remember correctly 2500 I'm just looking at the the prices on eBay for people selling what looks like they're fairly newly received still in wrapping and everything you know you can get it for the low price of $450 or buy it now for 466 well sign so, me the fuck up it's one of those things. No, just don't buy it. Don't support it. It's already sold out. The glow in the dark shit. You're not going to be one of the ones that get the original. And if you're silly enough to pay for it, you're going to at least put out 500 is my guess. Pride, do it. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> I don't want it, Jim. Don't be a bitch. Buy it. Never, Jim. You buy it and I'll just steal it from your front de- thing. Then you report it as missing, and then you can get another one. Haha. <laughs> See what I did there? Right, cut the segment. <laughs> uh, but Chambers, the crux of this episode, and the thing I'm most excited for, is something that we've been holding off for a couple weeks. You got me all excited. You put on a goddamn list. You know I like my list. And uh Right, we've had such many we've had such busy news weeks, we couldn't even get to it. 
We have. But uh, the GQ magazine from, of course, the UK, makes sense when you read this list, uh, put together the 100 greatest video games of all time. Ranked by who, Jim? Experts. Which experts? experts? Go fuck yourself. That's who. The experts included, they invited 300 individuals to participate and received 239 lists. With an incredible 652 games receiving one vote or more. So basically, they sent out this thing. Why, why would you report on having a good, like almost a third not respond? That's the part where I'm like, okay, that's it's a weird that's start. Pretty, pretty telling. But um, essentially, yeah, they, they said a game. So they said, give us a list and the game in first receives 10 points and then split up your points, everything else. Um, and that's how they came up with this list. So, Jim, um, I got some notes on this. We're not going to cover every game. I have the link below. But broad strokes, what are some general comments you have? I mean, let's let, let's cut the turkey and first go to the top ten games. Okay, you know what? You know, it has actually been a dog dig long time. Or right, here's one for you. Uh, they put Lost Guardian on here. Which was a game, it was in the, like, what, 88? A game that was in development hell. Uh, came out to kind of middling reviews. And, yeah, they have that on here. Kind but of hold weird. on, I, I, I have a shit ton of notes, but I first, like I said, let's go. All right, let's go to the top ten. I didn't even yeah. look at, I haven't looked at the top ten in months. So, so number ten, we got Half-Life 2. Fine. Okay, fine. Number nine, Dark Souls. Fine. Okay. Number eight, Portal 2. You're fucking fine. insane. Nope, Doesn't fine. Belong, nope, does not belong top ten ever, 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 and that's why it's UK. Uh, number seven, Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Fine. Eh. Number six, Mass Effect 2. Fine. Makes fine in top ten. Number five, Witcher 3. Fine. Number four, Bloodborne. When you just had Dark Souls. That's and a little, little iffy, a little questionable. While I, I do agree Bloodborne is the best from software game, I already there's you see where I'm going where I have an issue where you have Right, I think there's little biases here. Possibly. Number three, Tetris. Absolutely fine with that. Yep. Number two, The Last of Us. I I really, really enjoy that game. I agree it needs to be in top ten. Number one, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Forgetting the ranking, I that game has to be in the top ten. I get it. The, the order, I'm not. Order never makes sense to me. But Chambers, let me let me let me run you through some of the issues I had with this list. And yeah, see you're you you're more familiar with it, so I want to hear. I want to hear. Some, yeah. Surprise me, Brian. All right. So right off the bat, in a list of the hundred greatest games, you should not have two separate Sims games. And I'm talking ah. The Sims because wait, I wait, love wait. two two separate The Sims games or just like yes. maybe SimCity 2000 nope. and The Sims. Two separate The Sims. So what? they have The Sims 2. Okay. And The Sims. Wh what? So they have The Sims 2 at number 63 and they have the original Sims at 41. That's an issue for me because they are the same game with 
One has more features than the first one. Dude, so you Sim, don't Sims need to put it twice. Sims is the same game as Sims 1 with more features. What? what? Exactly. And while I n understand, if they had just put Sims 2, it would have made sense to me. But then when I scrolled down and saw the original Sims, I said, now you're duplicating effort. Wait, so that no. was an No! I had an issue with that. Um, so you were in agreement. That's pretty crazy, right? Yes. Okay. They had Bioshock Infinite on here, which most people I've heard from. Very divisive game now. I, actually, most people just shit on that game now. That's my point. Is Okay, I was a little shocked, but they also eventually have Bioshock on here, which Bioshock belongs on here. Bioshock Infinite, if you, especially if you already have Bioshock, shouldn't be on the list at all. So I have an issue with that. Um, Jim, guess how many Resident Evils are on here? Uh, well, Resident Evil 4 was in the picture for the article, so... But given your tone, I'm going to just say one and say Resident Evil 4. Let's correct, Jim. At number 11, Resident Evil 4. So Ooh. you're seriously going to tell me Resident Evil... Of course, you know, I have my bias for Resident Evil 1 Remake. Okay, so Resi 2 Remake is not Resi, on here, or but just The Last Resi Guardian 2. is on here. Yeah, so no Resi's fine. Um, Jim, if you were to do a Wait, very... what the fuck? Final Fantasy 14 around... Oh, Final Fantasy 14 around Reborn. Okay, that was when they redid it. All right, fine. I was um, almost about to scream. Like, I thought it was like a PSP port or some shit like that. Jim... Um, you know, we talk, it says that Tetris is on here. Yes. Which you and I would agree belongs on here. Yeah. If you were thinking in the realm of that style game, what's another classic arcade, Atari, whatever game that should be on any top 100 list? If Tetris is on there? If like, if a Tetris style game is on there, what's a game... Because I see that like Tetris Effect is also on here, which I never I, I didn't play it in VR, so I can't tell you. But I think that's I how have, everyone loves it. I mean, I have a, an issue with that as well. But I mean, but, you're not like talking about like comms or some shit because comms. No, sucks. no, no. There's no Pac-Man. Really? No Miss Pac-Man. No Pac-Man <laughs> whatsoever. With damage him. Which, if you're Dee. going to make a list of the hundred best games. You're going to tell me Firewatch gets on here, but no goddamn Pac-Man? Right. Artsy, fartsy. Got to have Firewatch. So I have an issue with that. Is, she, is like the Stanley Parable, is that on here? If Firewatch is there? Oh, there's weird ones. I wish Stanley Parable compared to some of these other ones, Jim. Wait, that's not on here? For every, how everyone beats off to that? I, I saw the Oberdeen ones on here. Um, Nope, no Stanley Parable. But you know what is on here, and it's just a wee bit too high for me so i mentioned that number 11 you got resident evil 4 we just went through the top 10 coming in at number 12 beating out the legend of zelda ocarina of time at number 13 is disco elysium i know people love that game i've never played it i have played it jim not a fan it's fine if you like point and click pages and pages of narrative that's what you get with that game, Jim. Oh, really? Is that what that is? It's a point-and-click adventure where you're... It's the isometric view of the guy. You take him around cities. And 
it's in a futuristic thing. He's a drunk. He's got amnesia. Da 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 da. Narrative is cool. I like it. But my God, you're putting it at number twelve of the hundred greatest games ever. Wow, Fuck Destiny, off. Destiny above God of War 2018. Wow. Yep. Um, since they did so many repeat in the same franchise, what I am happy about is they got the original Doom on here. You don't throw a bone to the Doom remake. That's not on here. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm surprised that Chrono Trigger is only in the 40s. Yeah. Oh, let's just be clear. There's like almost every From Software game on here. So I think they have at least two or three Dark Souls. I look, think all look, three of them. Look, Brian, at least what remains of Edith Fitch is on here. All right. <sighs> they uh, don't get me started. Um, Outer Wilds, a game that I felt like. Did anyone even like that? It came and went with very, very few. Like, it was so lost in a shuffle of like, oh, yeah, that's that game that I think is kind of like this and this. That's number 30. Way too fucking high. Um, You got both portals on there. I mentioned Portal 2 being in there. You don't need to duplicate it. It's the same fucking game. Do you really need Brian portals? The cake was a lie. Oh, I hate that game. <sighs> and then here's two things I really did like about it is that at least they put Hades on there. Yep, for, it's cool seeing that. I was happy seeing that. I did like seeing Bloodborne being the highest from software game. Man, it, Minecraft in the mid-20s. That is a brave stance. I think it belongs there. I think anyone that says it doesn't doesn't appreciate it. Um, I was. No, I'm saying it should be probably lower, probably, or, or higher. Whatever, whatever yeah. you want to take it, closer to one, I would say. Yeah. Um, they did have Street Fighter Two on here, Jim, but you know what they didn't have? No, no uh, MK Brian. None of them. No other fighting game. Period, including Smash. Really. So they gave no fucks about fighting games other than Street Fighter 2. So Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Soul Calibur, Smash, fuck all yous. Not even a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. No, no combat whatsoever. So didn't care about that. Not a single wrestling game on the list. Which is fucking insane. But Brian, Edith Finch. Exactly. Firewatch. Um... They only had one Castlevania game on here, and I bet you can guess which one it was. I saw. Yep, Symphony. Yep. And once again, I'm only saying, like, they should have had more because they have so many franchises on here multiple times. And I get if you're putting one Castlevania, you almost have to put Symphony. Um, there's not a single Total War game. I know I love that series, but it is renowned for, for being one of the largest scaled war games and i don't even know care which one you pick do rome do rome 2 do medieval 2 not a single one of those on there there is not a single sports game on this list wow artsy fart wait no starcraft no starcraft <laughs> the fuck out of here um so no football not even soccer baseball basketball none of it so no sports no, yeah, no American football, no fake football. No, no 
no no racing titles the the only racing title is super mario kart and that's the only mario kart which (laughs) you fucking put you don't if you're gonna go it's important but it's not fun to play these days well and that's my point is if you're gonna go with historic just go mario kart 64 yeah like the least fun well no i'd say super mario kart's the least fun Mario Kart 64 is the second least fun because everything after that is great because it builds on top of it. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, and like I said, just the fact that like you have repeat... And if I see Grand Theft Auto 4 on one more of these fucking lists... The, I'm the game lose- that everyone said was boring. Yeah, nobody liked. And then they do these retrospects. They're like, but look at the graphics of the grenade blowing up in water. You're like, shut up. Because there's already Grand Theft Auto 3 and Grand Theft Auto 5 on the list. Do you Probably really it need is. 4? Too much goddamn Russia love. That's what that is. Exactly. I mean, anyone's going to sit here and say that Vice City isn't better than 4 is out their fucking minds. Or even San Andreas. Get the get out of here. Yeah, so, I agree. I, I don't know. I, my issues... Are, so, those were some of the big things. Like, once again, we know these lists are nearly impossible to make, but... As a standard, don't you think if you had to make a list, Jim, and I think it's silly. I like making lists that are, you can have an end date. Like if you were to say, what are the best games of 2000? That's a locked year. You can, whatever. Yeah. To just say of all time, who knows what's coming out next year? Like that's, and I I get why you do these things. Um, But like, shouldn't a standard rule be just one game from a franchise? Yeah, or else you really, you just really shit the whole thing up if you don't do it that way. Because that's why you wind up with, like, especially with biases, you know, that's why you get, like, four FromSoft games and five Legend of Zeldas. Yeah. Do they deserve to be there? Maybe. But still, it makes for a shitty list. Like, yeah, and that's, and, and you could argue it's really tough. Well, yeah, making a list like this should be. Like, if you yourself... Ooh, Brian, to... dad, dad, Daddy has a nerd gripe right here. Go ahead. So, they say Street Fighter 2, but the picture is clearly from Street Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Brian. God damn it, Jim. Don't you dare. It's, it's got the power-up bar at the bottom, Brian. I even have an issue the fact that they have Half-Life 2 in the top 10, but then at 52, they put Half-Life. You don't need to put Half-Life when you have Half-Life 2. You, you just don't. You got fucking Spelunky at number 50. Yeah, I mean, even if you do that, like, people like their Spelunky, right? But at number 50, fuck off. Go, go Spelunk. And, and you better, know what? Better, I, better game than the original uh, Super Mario Brothers, proven. <laughs> Apparently. You know what? And here's the deal. Like, I agree that when they put a Call of Duty, they only put Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. The one I'm that, fine with that. But here's the deal. If you go with their logic of put a million things, how do you not put the one with Warzone? How do you not put a different one? Or even two? Like, at that point... Because those aren't for real cameras, bro. I just... I don't know. I, My, I Red Dead Redemption 2 at 15. That's a fucking daring choice. Another game that, like, a lot of people like and a lot of people don't like. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Skyrim's on top 10 is... Did, that Was you have, Skyrim even on the list? Yeah, it's number 15. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, number 16. You know, it had to be beat out by fucking Disco Elysium. And 
Oh, but there's no other Elder Scrolls, though, is there? Mm-mm. I saw oh. that there's Fallout 3. Least Fallout there's 3, thing. which is, yeah, once again, you got to put... Well, there's also New Vegas. So, once again, duplicate effort there. You don't need to put both of those. I just... And you got a, a couple Elder Scrolls. You got Oblivion on there. Um, I don't know. I, I do... What I like about this are you can pull them apart... But, like, honestly, yes, it would be very tough. Like, if I said to you, all right, Jim, you got to pick only one game from every franchise, what is your one Super Mario game you're picking? Do you go with the classic three because it's the best on the NES and, like, just an amazing game? Or do you go more modern and say, oh, well, you know, I really did like Odyssey. and Or do you go in the middle and say 64 because it, trans it made them 3D? Like... It is tough, and that is the point. But you just oh, yeah. need one Super Mario game to cover it all. I don't know. Yeah, so like at the bottom, they give you a list of everyone that they asked. And it is all over the map. I'll give it that. So, but like, there's a lot of people from like Kind of Funny. Like, why are you asking Kind of Funny about the best games of all time? Uh, you know, you have a lot of developers on here, a lot of indie, a lot of AAA people. That's fine. Eurogamer, voice actors, yeah, freelance journalists. So, yeah, there's a it's a hodgepodge. I'll give it that. But seriously, though, from all these people, you don't get one more fighting game. You don't get one single sports game. They don't recognize that arguably one of the things that keeps the video game industry alive is the people that buy madden nba nhl games you're right they put tony out. hawk pro skater too you got your sports game real sports gem x sports is not real sports that's just a dangerous hobby hey, but, hey right i'm gonna I, get my jenkos and i will show you wrong i'm not saying it's not skillful but it's the same way like i'm not super skillful at darts i don't call that a sport Tell me ESPN I'm wrong. 3 does. Of course they do. Or the Ocho. But I don't know. I like it's so tough because when especially if you're not going to put in any historical context, like yeah, you you got to put a Pac-Man in there. You got to put like they acknowledge Tetris, which I'm at least happy about that. But goddamn guys, do something. Yeah, there's, like, no shoot-em-ups, like you said. Like, no racing games, no wrestling games, barely any sports games. I don't yeah, even it's... know if there's a single beat-em-up, like a 2D beat-em-up on here. I don't think there was. There's no Streets of Rage, no Final Fight, none of them. No Turtles, no Toitles. So, I don't know. I, I, once again, and I do appreciate it would be an impossible list to make. Because you and I talk about this all the time. There's, if I were to say to you, Jim, what is your favorite x y or z like you just did that thing on twitter the uh what the 20 favorite songs like the yeah. tracks that you made that list that was your personal choice right right if i said jim make a list of your personal favorite versus make a list of the 20 best tracks of all time oh, your God. mindset's going to be completely different you got to oh, yeah. go with like a different so if you're going to say 100 greatest video games, you don't fucking put Edith Finch on there and goddamn Rez. I'm sorry. You don't put Rez on there. I, if you want to put Rez on there and it's no. a 99, I'm fine with that. I'm not. No. Just like you don't put the return of Obra Dinn. 
Who the fuck's ever played that? Nobody. How many votes did Edith Finch get to be? That's my like that's my 70s. problem. That is my problem. And who voted just to say, I should put that on there to sound like do a you like when you put stupid shit down because you just want to say be different and you've done I it. Do all not the put time. stupid shit. I have taste in class. No, you. I've on this very podcast when you've been asked questions, you say, well, I could give the normie answer or I'll go be unique and be like, meh. That's well, what Bri, these assholes did. Look, Bri, some people go to good restaurants. Some people go to 7-Eleven. All right? Stop going to 7-Eleven. Get some class. Get some taste. No, you go to 7-Eleven and you get the rib-flavored meat and you're like, it's not bad. I have done that. <laughs> I know you have, you son of a bitch. But no, I am a complete, you know, I love me my list. And I could talk about these for days. And, I, and wh- what I like the most about is what it sparks as far as conversation. But I mean... There's some, there's some criminal accusations, and there's a reason why. If you say to anyone, what should be in the top 100 list, almost unanimously, even if you like the game or not, you're gonna say some kind of Halo. You're gonna say Super Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda, Tetris. That it, like, there's ones you just gotta Minecraft, go World of Warcraft, Fortnite, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You're not looking at these lists because you're looking for a list of 100 super unique games. You're going to say, oh, I'm just curious what order they put whatever in. Ooh, Bri, you know what? There was no uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, were there? No. Or Slenderman. Horror games were very missing from this. Resident well, Evil is the closest. That and Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill 2. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, the horror genre. Nope. Horror, fighting, racing wrestling nope just barely there first person well, shooter right. but they got Fortnite in there so that you there's some level of like acknowledgement of how big a game is i don't know right Fucking we were Tetris just effect look right it's gq you gotta expect nothing but class from it all right uh, i don't know is there any other anything else missing from this list that you thought was like wow yeah <sighs> uh um, I mean, it did hit a lot of stuff that, like, should be on there, I guess. But, yeah, like you said, like, no Pac-Man. Like, that's bullshit. Um, there's, like, no shoot-em-ups on there, like, at yeah. all. Yeah. No, I mean, even, like, I mean, even if you don't like the genre, you almost have to put Space Invaders because it was, like, the biggest arcade game of, like, the late 70s. It was, like, the progenitor of people going to the arcade. So, like, for historical importance alone, that should be on there somewhere. You, you know, talked put that about on there. Shoot 'em ups. Fucking Contra. Not a no. Not even a Donkey Kong is on there for platformers. There was no Donkey Kong even the original arcade either. You want no, to talk no. fucking? Yeah, exa- I mean, it's just the. You know what, Jim? One thing with all the bitching I've done, it did warm my heart that they put Left 4 Dead 2 on there. I, I was happy to see that. I will say that. Yeah. It, it, that that was nice but yeah like they i don't know man like that that would be very tough I, if you were but you know do, what back to your point I, yeah so there are two the sims but they didn't have any sim city on there did they um like they had civilization i know that but nope no sim city so yeah just ah, <laughs> That that's a little bit of a crazy craziness, like no 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 Sanic no Sanic on there. God damn it, Jim! They, I don't know. Right, when, this list does a lot of things, but don't got to go fast. 
you're right. It doesn't have to go fast. And yeah, I mean, that's a great point. Like, how can you make a list like this and not factor in so much historical shit? I would rather I would rather see like as much as I don't like Sonic Adventure, I would rather see that on here than like half the shit on the list. Because I'd be like, yeah, all right, there's Sonic, good, fine. It makes here. sense. They and they did that acknowledgement with games like they put Shenmue on here. Eh. My point, no, my point being like, okay, it makes sense, but you don't even have Marvel versus Capcom too. Yeah, really. Going back to your point earlier about like an unbalanced game that's just fun. I just I don't get it like I don't know it it, it it begs the question if you did have to redo redo this list and only pick one from every franchise I think the list would become much easier to make well yes and no it'll be it'll be harder in a way too because th these fucks they just all dumped from soft and uh Nintendo on there yeah but I'm saying like yeah, the tough part would be like which fallout do you do and then me and you would argue you would probably go New Vegas because it's your favorite. I would say three because it revolutionized it. Like, there'd be arguments like that. But then you'd get down to some you and I have no experience in, which is like, which Final Fantasy do you put out there? Do you just do seven? Do you do ten? Like, do you do three, seven, or ten? Or a six, seven, or ten? Like, those, yeah. are, the, those are the ones you do. Um, You know, you put Half-Life 2, so you don't have to put Half-Life 1. It's weird to see, like, Half-Life 1 and the Half-Life 2, but, like, not, like, Counter-Strike, which, like, came from Half-Life. Makes zero sense. But, like I said, I, I love lists like this, so, you know. It, it gets you talking. gets the noodle scratching, but it's also, like, uh, what? It's frustrating. It's one of those ones where you just go, why? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, links will be below. Check it out for yourself and just go, huh? But, Jambers, uh, how did those Keystones treat you tonight? <sighs> Bri, they, they, they do their job. They, they old, numb the old pain Old faithful? <laughs> they, they numb the pain a little. <laughs> yeah, I, I get uh, to wake up, go back to the horrifying pain of everyday life. But for right now, I can, I can enjoy my blue boys, Brian. Well, I, uh, I really enjoyed the double nickel, Jim. When I see you, I'll have some for you to try yourself. Me. Um, that, uh, what I like is... Um, the malt is very heavy, but what I've noticed with a lot of Oktoberfest beers is after you drink a lot of malt-heavy beers, you almost get that flavor of, I want to call it like stale pretzels in your mouth. Like yes. it's, it's the breadiness. This one I didn't, I haven't noticed. I still just have that like lingering of sugar. So goes down real smooth. And I said it's only 5.6%, which is on the higher end for Oktoberfest beers. Yeah, um, they're not, they're normally not that high definitely good if you ever get a chance to try it out i'll probably add it to my list of uh all whatever 30 other oktoberfest beers i've rated on our site but with that we want to say thank you guys so so much for watching if you haven't already please hit subscribe hit the notification bell so you can see when we release all of our latest videos if you're listening to us on itunes or spotify as jim said hit the subscribe button and if you give us a five-star rating we will read each and every one of those comments on our next power hour podcast with that we want to say have a good night everyone and cheers cheers everybody